0: Channel Attitude subscribers, we will be rolling out an upgrade to our site in the near future to improve site performance and your experience. So sometime within the next few weeks, you will receive an email requesting you to recreate your password for the upgraded site. To ensure this email doesn't go to your spam folder, please whitelist info at channelattitude.com. That's info at channelattitude.com rss feed urls may change for some of you if that happens you can grab the new one in your dashboard when the upgrade goes live your feedback and suggestions have helped shape this upgrade so keep those coming in the future and again the email is info at channelattitude.com to whitelist or add to your address book be on the lookout for that email over the next few weeks
1: This is Channel Attitude, your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The
2: Brand.
0: Welcome, welcome everybody to the RAW review. I am Vince Brusso. This is just Stevie. And uh up top we have consultant. That now that needs an explanation. What are we talking about, consultant? Say it fast. Consultant. ant. Ah, nice. Can Very, very, very nice. How are I you did, guys doing this morning? How's everything going? I didn't change mind. -hmm. You're the disease. I'm the pedicure. Very nice. Very, very
2: nice. I I video chatted with a certain individual who's on the show. I won't name his name, but he was getting a pedicure when I
0: tried that. Wait a minute. A (laughs) certain individual on the network? No,
2: on this this uh, show at this time. (laughs) I don't want to name any names.
0: On this show right now at this time? Yes, sir. Wow even it hours
2: it down a little bit
0: bro i gotta tell you something man i've i've had let me see if i can count three three pedicures in my life here's my takeaway from the pedicures very nice very nice very relaxing very expensive bro i i would almost call it a racket i would almost call (laughs) it a racket what they charge for a pedicure Ben, you're shaking your head I
1: didn't think anybody who's willing to touch my feet for money <laughs> deserves what they There's get no at that price. point. There's no price. There isn't. Yeah yeah. 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 So, no, it's, uh, it was, yeah, we had a great time going uh, to friend's wedding in uh, Philly down at Swanson and Rittner, uh, 2300. It got hardcore. Now, it was a great time. And before we had it out, the wives wanted to get their nails done and stuff. So I took them over there and uh, got the... Feet done, scrubbed up, felt good, man, absolutely, and uh, had a great time. Hopefully you guys are having good barbecues today before uh, I have to cancel them because you're infidel, worthless holiday where you can trick yourself that you're independently and free. Uh, but I can't wait for Master Shoot Theater because uh, some good conspiracy coming across the wire today, and we got a couple fun things to add into the mix at the end of this show. So glad to be with you guys, uh, 4th of July. Uh, don't blow your hand off with an M80 or – do i guess do that
0: yes there is a, there is one one thing that was reported on the uh, dirt sheets about a couple of weeks ago that that may actually be true based on last night's show and we'll talk about that when we get to it all right guys i i, I gotta hit you with this man because it cracks me up you know i always talk about like you know when when i when i was writing and if i got stuck I would always just stop and ask myself, okay, bro, if this were real, how would this play out? What would these characters do if, if, if this were real life? Okay, bro, I did my homework last night. Think about this, guys. The show's in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Brock Lesnar lives in Saskatchewan. Okay, bro? Saskatchewan is... 2,000 miles from Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, so in other words, bro, if this were real, probably sometime over the weekend, Brock Lesnar decides, you know what, I'm going to fly 2,000 miles to Saskatchewan to get me some Cody Rhodes. So he makes that decision over the weekend, Ben and Stevie, and he does indeed fly 2,000 miles to get him some Cody Rhodes. So he comes out, gets him some Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody gets the upper hand. uh, Lesnar bails, turns around, and travels Another 2,000 miles just to go back home to Saskatchewan to basically hit the ring for all of three minutes, turn tail, turn around, and leave. Now, I got to ask you something, Stevie. Logically, if you want to get revenge on somebody, logically, and there there is a 4,000-mile round trip involved. Okay, is this what you'd get for your 4,000 miles, Stevie?
2: Well, I may have to answer that with another question. Don't you agree that Brock Lesnar is the best worker ever in the history of the oh business?
0: Oh my God. You know, Al Snow has has labeled Dave Meltzer the greatest worker in the history of the business. and And th- there's a lot that's true about that. But Lesnar has to be like, I don't get it, bro. I don't get you fly a guy in 2,000 miles, 10 minutes into the show, he's done. He turns around and goes back home. What? I mean, Stevie, literally, what could the logic of that possibly be unless Brock literally has written in his contract, whenever I appear on Raw – I must leave the building by 9.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Unless he has that clause in his contract, what is the freaking thinking for flying this guy in 4,000 miles the first 10 minutes of the show and then we never see him again?
2: Well, I I would say he probably does have it in writing because that would be the only way it gets consistently enforced on pay-per-views, TVs, stuff like that. But you gotta give it to him as a as a fellow wrestler. Everybody <laughs> nobody wants to get there at noon, spend all day dealing with the politics and the backstage bullshit. And then after you're done, like what you gotta sit there and watch the rest of the show and then stay afterwards for the country club ass kissing. So I think I think he actually stayed at the show way too long. I think he should have left <laughs> earlier. Ben, but like, wha- when every wrestler wants to get home, especially. Oh, yeah, if, absolutely.
0: Yeah. not when in
2: flight delays and he's got a private jet. So, yeah, yeah, he can, yeah. He can leave anytime he wants. Yeah. God damn.
0: Ben, what could the possible explanation be of you got the guy there, it's a 4,000 mile trip, and you're not going to utilize him through at least the first hour of the show?
1: Uh, yeah, just the the politics of what outweighs his star power that he can make that deal. Just like you guys said, I think we're we're burying the lead. But Meltzer versus Lesnar is going to be a great WrestleMania main event. I think that's uh, if they're the two best workers in the business, then can't wait for to see that collision happen. Uh, the other part of this that uh, you know Brock aside from, from making him look like a huge pussy, the guy Godzilla stomps down uh, uh, out of nowhere. We kicked his ass and he stomps back into the water. Okay, that was that was great. Uh, but Cody interrupted that opening when Brock comes out. Cody's got his robe on and gear ready to fight. <clears throat> then Cody has no match. Cody gets over on Brock, goes to the back, comes out an hour later for an interview segment in a suit. So he just wears his gear around or his match got canceled or, like, maybe he's traveling in his gear. Like, none of the continuity makes sense whatsoever, and everybody looks stupid out of these segments that should have been an attack out of nowhere that leaves Cody dead on the ground. (laughs) Instead, Brock gets the shit
0: kicked out of him after running in. I mean, guys, seriously, when we think about the cost of that segment, like I said, and the time, you know, bro, literally the guy lives 2000 miles away. So it's a 4,000 mile trip round trip. When we talk about the cost involved in the, in that 10 minutes, what did we achieve? I, I I don't, I don't understand like what, what we invested X amount of dollars to have this 10 minute piece of business. What did we achieve? How is Cody supposed to why is Cody looking strong over
1: Brock Lesnar in a face to face, you know, meeting like that should never be Cody should always be underneath and Brock beating the shit out of him and his will to survive and pulling himself up the rope Shawn Michaels style only to take another one. And, and that's where they're like, oh, fighting spirit. It's not forearms to the face, back and forth, no cell. That, that, that will to never say die until your body just gives out on you because you've taken so much is what is going to endear Cody even more to the people, not <laughs> he kicked the shit out of Brock Lesnar and set him packing.
0: Yeah, and Stevie, here's to me, this was the worst thing of the entire segment. And, bro, this is so... Listen, I always put Kevin Kevin Dunn over. I always do, bro. My my working relationship with Kevin Dunn was always a good one because I think Kevin really understood that like, I was good for the WWE and he always liked me and we always had a respect for each other. Stevie, this was the worst thing in the world. So, you know, as soon as Cody dumps Brock from the ring, They immediately hit the music like, okay, bro, this this segment's over on to the next thing, bro. They did not give it time to breathe. They did not give time for, you know, Brock's facial reactions. Nothing. As soon as he went to the outside, they hit the music. And, and they do it twice tonight, I will point out the second time. But my God, Stevie, that made it look so freaking fake. Like, okay, bro, this is what was segment over. Let's get to the next thing. And they they rarely do that, Stevie.
2: Yeah, they were doing the wrap it up beat, like the Oscar mm-hmm. thing. They played that music to play them out. Uh, Brock had an, in- an interesting reaction, and we were talking about it on the SmackDown review what is this whole thing where they literally brawled and Brock's hitting them with some heavy knees in the gut. Those were no joke. And then Cody hits them with the cutter, you know, out of nowhere. Then Brock's on the outside and does like the proud Papa thing, like Charlotte with Rhea, like, yeah, that was really good. And it's like, what is this a blood feud? Or are you like, are you mentoring him or something? I don't, I don't get it. And, Yes, one diamond cutter is going to stop Brock from jumping back into the ring and getting more. Hey, he's just – I got to give it to him. He's probably at the point now. I'm limited. I'm in and out. Whatever you do with me, I don't care because I'm getting whatever millions of dollars per year, and I get to go home. And he might go home until – he might have the match with Cody at SummerSlam and then be home until the Rumble.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good deal.
1: Yep. Uh, here's one thing that we're skipping over and that's fine, but I'm tired of it. I cut a big promo on the Monday locker room and I think SmackDown as well. Uh, we we're in UK with all the Mary Poppins sing along bullshit. And I'm, I'm tired of it. I can't stand it. Even with uh, when Cena comes out there to like test the waters. And we talked about the split and management of the old guard that doesn't want it there because of the show hijacking and because of the stupid fucking soccer chance. And then the, other side of that camp of being like, look how over it is. This is what it is. Then what do we start this show with Seth Rollins sing along into fucking Cody Rhodes sing along into Shinsuke Nakamura sing along. It's yeah. just like yeah. one
0: fucking stupid I, I, thing I, after. Bro, the other. I am just waiting for one heel to say, because bro, I don't care what anybody says. If I'm the heel and I'm in the ring and this freaking singing never stops, I am just waiting for one heel to say, do you think this ridiculous singing really bothers me? and like just totally ignores it blows it off and I'm, waiting, well, the, well, I'm you're I'm,
1: talking I'm, about done and what do they do every time on Cody sing with the whoa? they cut to the biggest mark that you would never want to associate with the biggest you know sex offender looking 35 year old and fucking there they are because it pops the truck to show them that they know every word to it and are about to hit their big moment where they think they're the star and it's a complete rib and the we keep doing it over and over again if i'm the heel in the ring i would point to that guy go roll that back look at this loser right here this is what everybody at home thinks about you and what you are you're nothing you live at home with your parents you've probably you're probably on 16 different medications and i'm a pro wrestler in the ring and you think you're gonna get to me your life sucks and that's all you have is a little kindergarten sing-along and that's all you'll ever be and like make them feel like shit about it and if you gotta bury a fan who looks like some weirdo dude, so be it, bro. I don't care. Like uh, you, interesting
2: you, point though, because you know what? That's what Vince just said about if this were real, these athletes, these pro wrestlers that are on these shows are not, there's no credibility because of that reason because they're not mentally strong, like you just said. I've been training for this all my life. You people never lifted a weight. You know, you can use any story to to prop up how hard it is to be in that ring, but they don't do that. They do the opposite and make it look like the wrestlers are coming down and reacting off of, Oh, you're singing. Let's sing. You know, they, 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 they allow the show to be hijacked in a way that completely strips any legitimate toughness, discipline, and credibility away from, from every single talent. So why, why even bother? And I think that contributes to the ratings being low
1: too. Right guys. Absolutely, dude. They're putting Seth Rollins over as the workhorse every man. Let Seth Rollins mosey his way into some of the bars in backwoods oh, where God. where I live, oh, wearing a half jacket, uh, uh, an Elton John sheer shirt, some glasses he stole from his wife, and and white pants on and and high heels. See how well it goes for you when the real men who've been chopping wood all day long. Look over there, and they're not going to go. Hey, isn't that Seth Rollins from TV? <laughs> that ain't going to be the words that come out of their mouth, bro. Look at that fucking. <laughs> so,
0: so, so basically, so basically, that's what it's going to be.
2: But so basically, uh, you would say as a heel. Hey, Seth, June is over. You don't have to pay exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, I know, know you got.
1: A, I know <laughs> some. Seems like you got a lot of pride there. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's just uh, it's so pussy boy and pussified with nobody and then the real man brock lesnar shows up and they they hand him his ass and, and then nobody there knows any idea of like what masculinity should be or let me put it to you this way what was the big heat after money in the bank first match uh damian priest goes over what do they do what's the hologram
0: i didn't i didn't i didn't watch it Ooh.
1: <laughs> We've had this. We've had this. We've had fucking uh, this. And now, after Damian Priest goes over, and that's your win. It's the Bud Light moment of money in the bank. Big Bud Light cans floating in the fucking sky, bro. Because Bud Light is now trying to do damage control. We are in control now. uh That fucking, they're going to go. So, where's the lowest of the low rednecks that we can get back in? Wrestling fans will do that. Meanwhile, We got doing Illuminati symbolism, ESG scores, whatever they want from the inside, and now we're taking the ruined brand because of transgender issues and putting it at the end of our match to try and get it over – Q Seth Rollins, Elton John character. This shit is tied in 120%, bro, to everything we've talked about, Illuminati wise, CIA wise, fucking Kingdom Assad wise. And they are pimping it out and pumping it through into your into your homes, man. People just keep eating that shit.
0: Well, I'm not. You know what, bro? I gotta say this. Casual fans are not eating this shit. They're not watching anymore. So if their little niche audiences eating this shit let let them eat it all day long bro they can have it because we don't want it Dude, they might
1: as well bring out Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, and Kevin Spacey to host WrestleMania next yeah, year. Exactly. That was about the equivalent of fucking putting the Bud Light brand after all the damage onto your fucking thing. What else can we do? Who else are we going to bring out? Hey, guess what? Epstein's alive, and he's facing me at Mania.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I, I got to ask you a question because I did not pick this up, but Dr. Chris said – uh. I don't know if Doctor Chris was assuming this, bro. When in that opening segment, when they make the match between Dominic and Seth, do they at any time say it's a non-title match? Uh, Nope. Okay, because because that is my point, bro. We just had the entire Money in the Bank tournament. We, you know, Damian Priest had to fight his way through the whole tournament and the match to capture this briefcase. So he's standing in the ring with this briefcase he earned to get a title shot at any belt that he wants. And Dominic just gets a match against Seth Rollins?
1: Seth is the workhorse. Isn't this supposed to be the title that's defended but, but, but what, anytime, what, anywhere? What,
0: what's the point of the money in the bank? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. What's the whole point of it then?
1: Why is there no jump job on fucking Seth right there with Finn out of the crowd where they got him looking the other way? His, the people in his own clique don't, like, set him up so they can all get over and get on top of him right there.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was the glasses, bro. <laughs> Uh, I Nakamura,
2: mean, very tough. It is. Would you want to get in the ring with that guy? Oh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm terrified.
0: Be terrified. Well, can you imagine? Ju- can you imagine? You know, the, the bar scenario, bro. Can you imagine that guy walking in the bar and and the Harris brothers are sitting at the bar. And Good. like it, it's like it's stuff like that that I'm like that that's how that's how far off we've gone.
1: Bro. The bars I'm talking about, Seth wouldn't even get out of the car. Seth would go, I'm not going in there. That's right. fuck that, fuck that. You would know, you would know before everything. There's more snowmobiles and. And side by sides and four wheelers parked outside than there are cars and trucks at the, these places yeah. I'm talking I, I will about.
2: Present to you how, there will be a handicap match with Seth Rollins versus the Harris Brothers. This is way it would go <laughs> today. God, bro, they would there. try to hit him with the big double boot, it would just stagger him and back him up a couple yeah, steps. Yeah, absolutely. Work absolutely. Worse. And then if they hit the H-Com <laughs> thing, he would tip up, superplex Falcons out or both yes. of them at the same time, and then curb <laughs> stop him and walk out, and that's it.
0: Yeah. Double suplex superplex all yeah. the
1: time.
0: <laughs> bro, I swear, you know, just getting back to this Money in the Bank thing and Damian Priest. Bro, here he, here's their mentality and here's the end result. They beat uh Damian Priest to death leading up to Money in the Bank because they know he's going to win m- Money in the Bank. So the psychology is, yeah, bro, beat him, beat him, beat him, beat him, because we're going to reward him with money in the bank, and everybody's going to forget about all their losses. Bro, no, they're not. Because you beat him so much going into money in the bank, the win doesn't mean anything. Bro, the whole money in the bank story should should be very much like the Royal Rumble. And it should be, you know, a baby chase that's been chasing and chasing. And the the, the title shot is always taken away, always taken away. And then finally, at Money in the Bank, he gets that case and gets the shot. Here, bro, they beat Damian Priest every week leading up to it. Then he gets the case. But because of the way they've built him prior to getting the case, it doesn't mean anything when he gets it. Ben, am, am I right or am I wrong? I, I no. think they, they make. I mean, come on, bro. We, we've seen Otis, all, all these people who win money in the bank. It's like, okay, bro, they're going to do the job, do the job, do the job, because we know they're going to go over in Money in the Bank, and once they go over in Money in the Bank, they're going to be over. No, they're not, bro.
1: No, that they didn't build them the right way, and we said they had three good choices between him, L.A. Knight, and uh, Logan Paul, and there's always good reasons to take either one. But it seemed like with handing him losses beforehand, uh, when Dominic could have taken those losses and it would have enhanced his character and his id, uh, that it, all I can think of is the number one reason is there's power play backstage where we're pushing one guy and then we switch the finish and now we didn't do something the right way instead of leading everybody to the promised land how it should have been. So uh, it's not bad having him win by any means. There's tons oh, no, of money right
0: now. A, I'm a fan of the dude, but
1: yeah. th- to me. The, this bu-
0: the build isn't the build wasn't yeah, right is all exactly. you're saying. That's all. Yeah, agreed, Stevie. This isn't the way you, you, you build a dude.
2: Well, we totally we we predicted that because they were handing them so many losses. But with the, the tearing up of the script, that could have he could have done yeah. six jobs and then another one of Money in the Bank. I looking at this and looking at past Money in the Bank stuff, they've almost muddied the waters and the ankles because now they have all these spinoff things with now the Judgment Day not getting along because of the Money in the Bank stuff. Is It seems so convoluted that they have to create these scenarios. That's why I kind of picked L.A. Knight because L.A. Knight has no angle right now, has nothing going on, no group. So the angle would be that singular angle of, will he cash it in? And he can cut promos, and it's exciting right now to see him do that. I I think that was still probably a better choice. And then Logan Paul was obviously mainstream, carrying that briefcase everywhere on social media, YouTube. I think this was probably the worst choice, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, man, bro. And again, okay. So we we explained the theory behind um, Damian Priest winning the case. Now let me give you the theory behind Rousey and Baszler because this this made no sense. This is exactly what they did, bro. This is exactly what they did. So you got Liv and Rodriguez as the tag team champions, okay? Uh, newly put together, they're going to put the straps on these girls. Okay, bro, so Liv gets hurt like the next week. She's going to be out for a while. So now they've got to take the straps off of Rodriguez and Liv. So they take the straps off of them because Liv is hurt, and they put the belts on Rousey and Baszler. So Rousey and Baszler are the champs for, I don't know, bro, three weeks or a month. Now Liv is healthy. So now we want to get the belt back on Liv and Rodriguez because that was the original plan. However, we want to do it by them not beating Rousey and and Baszler because we don't want to hurt Rousey and Baszler. So how do we do that? No problem, bro. We're going to have a tag match, and Baszler is going to turn on R- Ronda Rousey out of nowhere. No build, no explanation other than I paid my dues and you didn't. Bro, Ronda Rousey <laughs> perhaps being the greatest female UFC fighter in history and you know the what what she went through and the blows to the face and the punches and the kicks and the getting the snot beat out of her and Shayna Baszler is going to stand there and say you didn't pay your dues in professional wrestling and and that's going to be the storyline and that's going to be the angle I, I mean, I don't I don't know, Stevie. I, I I, didn't understand this. Like this came out of nowhere. And then we got the Shayna Baszler promo. You know, oh, you, you didn't pay my dues. And the only thing, like I said, bro, is they're trying to get everything back before Liv got hurt. I mean, what did you think of this, Stevie?
2: Well, it would have helped if Rhonda all along said she was too good to do everything and she is showing up and, you know, Brock as a heel. can do the same thing, but really in reality, there's are smart ones. They, hey, sorry, you were such a mark that you wanted to do it all the hard way. And don't, yeah, she, as a baby face, left to whoever wrote this, left her open for Rhonda to turn around live and say, I did all, like you just said, UFC, all this stuff, went through the dojos, took my lumps, became the greatest female fighter in history while you were just doing this stupid shit and some of these stupid fans making no money. <laughs> okay. That would have been it. So, yeah, this whole thing about, like, you hate it so much and we're starting to hate it even more. This was my dream. Like, and that's what that I got from her promo.
0: Yeah and Ben I'm sorry but you know I want to get your comments but bro during this whole promo how how am I supposed to take this woman serious with rid- ridiculous eye makeup for w- whatever reason like I, I I I just I'm looking at her with, with whatever she's got going on with her freaking eyelids And for whatever reason, I don't understand how that – I never saw a UFC fighter wear clown makeup, you know, ever. But I I don't know. And, Ben, this too, this was the second time as soon as Baszler got heat on on Rousey, boom, they hit the music immediately. Immediately, like, okay, segment over, time to move on. But, Ben, I want to hear what you thought of this whole thing
1: we got to back up to money in the bank to see how yeah. effed up it is to yeah. start this they 're in the match Shayna comes in and and, and uh, Pearl Harbor's rounded from behind right. in the match not so that 's wrong right out of the get go. Because what should have she's happened the, is
0: the, in that scenario, she's the heel. Correct? She's the heel. Okay. And then exactly. she comes out on raw and cuts a
1: baby face promo yes. after yes. healing on Rhonda. Yes. Who's really the world champ. That's the sauce in this that gets Shayna over. Shayna might open the door, but I would have said that's only because you needed my shine bitch. Cause you never got over in UFC. Like I did, you don't have brand recognition and brand name. So your ass deserved to carry some boards for about three to five years. Welcome to the biz, Briz. That's how it is sis. So the fact that they had the heel turn, but then it, she's a baby and, and getting over with the crowd because the crowd knows that Ronda doesn't give a fuck about this wrestling stuff. And it hit the sheets that she's got a hard out, which I believe is probably January 1st that she's done with wrestling. So as girlfriends, they want to run their little program from now until then, before they retire to get their shit in. So that that's what this is all about. Okay. But that's not how you do the heel turn. You have heels, grab Liv Morgan, they take out Raquel Gonzalez, grab Liv Morgan. She's going to hit her with the big super kick. Liv Morgan ducks out, hits Shayna, turn around, code breaker, pin on somebody, feed in. They hit a double team in one, two, three, and the girls win their titles. After the match, that's when we have the shoving match between Ronda and Shayna, and Shayna gloms her from behind and gets up on her. And then Shayna should be the heel going forward, but it's not. So really, it should have been Ronda glomming Shayna and then saying, you have always been uh, leeching off my spotlight without my name, without me being UFC champ. You never would have been shit in this business. So you know what? Maybe this is it for me, and I'm leaving, and we'll see how you do on your own after that. We've got everything backwards, yeah. mixed up, shotgunned ahead of when it should have taken place at the inception. I just don't know how things like that are making it through the filter of like, hold on. I see what you want to do business wise, but you've got it set up completely wrong here. And it's the exact same thing as Brock and Cody made yeah. zero sense whatsoever to get each guy over in the way they should have.
0: Yeah. Uh, Stevie, I just want to say for the record, write this down, young, because I know young rider always has a pen. for the record. Uh Ben just butchered a name. He just butchered a name, which I never do, by the way. I just want to point out Butch called uh Ben called uh Ra- raquel Rodriguez uh Gonzalez. Gonzalez. So write that down, bro. Okay. All right, let's move on. Wasn't that what um, she was in NXT? Was she? I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about this one? Did you see the commercials for NXT with Braun Breaker keeps yes. walking out? Yes. Yeah, what that. what what happened right before that? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. NXT Underground coming this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah No yeah, ropes, yeah. fight yeah. club. Yeah. And yeah. you can check out more about Underground's yeah. on the consultants at patreon.com slash Media group.
0: Yeah. Uh then we go to <laughs> all these tag teams. We got Cecil B. DeMille and Oh my uh, the green girl, Chelsea Green. We got. Uh, I swear to God, bro, I got Dana Brooke and Shotzi. I, I had. I. I. I didn't even know who this girl was. It wasn't Shotzi. Who was it, Ben? Tegan Teagan Knox. Knox. Okay. Then we got Larue. Well, wasn't
2: Shotzi. I thought it was. I did.
0: But then Stevie, I got Larue and a question mark. Who, who was the question mark, Ben? With Larue. Indy uh, Hartwell. That the- Andy Hartwell. Yeah. Okay. A yeah, question mark. Then we got Nikki and Emma. And then we got uh uh Tinkers to Evers to Chance, uh and yeah, bro.
2: Coach Carter in there too a Katana.
0: Yeah, bro, you, you know, you know, it's I, I swear to god, as as I, I'm looking at all of these teams like Stevie, th- this is what I'm saying to myself. Like, honestly, bro, do you really mean to tell me these are the best female wrestlers in the United States? Like, do you do you honestly want me to believe that this is the WWE, the number one wrestling company in the world, and these women are the best representation of that? Is that what you want me to believe, bro?
2: No, I don't. I, I think just like Hunter told Ryback, allegedly, just like we're allegedly consultants, <laughs> that. There's not going to be a John Cena. There's not going to be identifiable single star like a Hogan, a Savage, a Rock, an Austin. So yes, this is this is the best crop of girls that we can literally replace with the same exact look, Shotzi, Tegan and We don't know the difference because they can plug a green haired girl in, a pixie girl here, a shoot girl here. We just it's the same gimmick with a different name which is a cheap way to do business, which think about it. Their profit is through the roof doing business like this. Yeah. I want to, I want to say too, since um, Kenny Omega is mad at me for some reason, I don't know what, maybe it's her video up on your channel. Thanks for giving me heat fence. But, uh, but Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green are going to get mad at me now because the way I learned it was when you take a neck breaker it's probably not best to have your stomach across another person's knee and then neck break towards the person that's holding you over. What, who thinks up a – did you see that, Ben?
1: Yes. The, these what, spots this? are ridiculous. Yes, Where You know what I'm talking Steve, about? Yeah. Gave a, her a
2: stomach breaker. Stomach breaker, yeah. And she's face down. The girl, then, the other girl, runs back, goes to give her – an awkward neck breaker, but flips into the girl, holding the girl over her knee. Yeah. She gets neck breakered into the girl, holding her. If it sounds goofy, it is. And then like, they all kind of took bumps down, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to do what Uh tower of doom. Uh, Rana. You're going to take that from those two oh, girls. God. Their second time on raw. We're doing fucking tower of doom. Rana. Oh, okay. How about, uh, the, we had this Vince on SmackDown, the, uh-huh. The whole thing going to the money in the bank it's civil war between brothers and the blah blah and, and what happened what, the usos come down to the ring oh dancing around for civil war yeah. these two girls coach carter and katana nana come down and she's stripping on the way to like it's their biggest match ever like hold on while i show you my crotch and ass real quick oh i'm ready to fight now let's go nothing gets me more pumped up for a fight than doing a lap dance on somebody
0: Yeah, you, you know guys i want to back up for a second because um i forgot this bro uh in the rousey uh baser uh and you know you guys tell me i'm not the worker but that needed a face look stiff was that stiff bro yeah but how stupid was it because two seconds later ronda's dead selling
1: she's over the ropes knows that her crotch is in the air so she gets worried about it and they're not shooting her done protected her there but that in her mind she's scared so she feeds back Comes to life instantly after getting knocked out knee in the face. Shayna, get back in here. Get back in here. Why don't you just get the fuck out if you're, if you're that pissed you got knee in the face? Here's the other thing. Speaking of Kenny Nomega, or I can't get his name right. I can't remember. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> everybody's watching these Omega Osprey matches. There was five flying knees last night on the fucking show, and they almost all either were way too stiff or looked like shit. But the, the, whatever this indie standard of is the, the flying knee thigh slap where they think that's the fucking end I'm, I'm on am still all,
0: I'm still trying to figure out how in a match where a dude almost breaks his neck, it's given six stars. I, I'm, I'm still trying. I'm still trying to figure that out, bro. Well, I mean, he's going to beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar,
1: too, so it's going to...
2: Well, or sense. you're buried because you would say that it may not be a smart move. You didn't say it wasn't, but they're saying... It's just because you're a jobber and you cannot take such an intricate bump and know how to take it safely. You got to tuck your chin, especially when holding fireworks.
1: I think my favorite. Hold (laughs) on. I think my favorite.
0: Oh, no. Go ahead, Ben. I want to hear your favorite. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was. uh, My favorite Meltzer quote of the
0: week was You're muted.
2: Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got it. Very nice.
0: All right, listen, uh, Stevie, you. I got a conspiracy theory that in that involves him. You know how he does this consultants uh show and all that over there on the Hameen Media Group. Bro, I think I hate to say this, Stevie, because I would like to consider all three of us friends. I thought we were all friends. Mm. Stevie, unless you're in on it. And I don't, I don't think you are Steve because you and I go way back. I think Ben continued on with the consulting with the USA network. As a matter of fact, I think he's still doing it as we speak because there was something as, you know, uh, been allegedly as a consultant, there was something that had his name written all over it last Mm. Now, I'm assuming bro, because Ben has such a great mind and is such a great improv uh, what what would i call uh, improv uh, improv what, what how what would i call it oh you were so close improviser improviser <laughs> I would think that they gave Ben a homework assignment, and I think the assignment stevie was okay ben we're gonna list every main city in the United States. And what we want you to do is, we want you to come up with an insult for every city across the country. And I, I, I think, bro, Ben was responsible. Uh, last night, still consulting for USA Network, uh, of the line of Trish Stratus, um, referring to the uh, crowd in Baltimore as. Balta less, Balta less. Yeah. I want to, Ben, great. Congrats. Ben, I tell you, Balta less popped me, bro, for a Hall of Famer icon. Guys, God, oh, God knows how long in the business. Ben, Balta less.
1: It was either that, or we were going to go with Baltimoreans instead. <laughs> and
0: uh, Baltimore, all right, might have I, I, it. I, 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 less bro. Baltimore.
1: I, I tried to pitch it second, hoping they would bite on it, but he liked Less oh, out of the gate. I also, had, yeah. I also had, I also had a "you've got more crabs than Baltimore" joke in there too, but that got cut. Yes. For time as
0: well. However, though, bro, she even with the mask, Ben, she is better looking than each and every one of you. Oh, that's true. This is a freaking Hall of Famer. What, what, what are we doing, Trish? Like, th- this is Bailey. like, literally, you're in Bailey territory now. S- Seriously, shouldn't, bro. Shouldn't Zo- I thought
1: Zoe Starks, if she really wanted to thank Trish, all, and would have thanked us all, also would have worn a mask as well, just yeah. in solidarity, even though.
2: Now, let's see. We got uh, to Ben, if you want to keep your job as uh, a as local, in- local insulter. Creative writer oh, uh, Elf- Philadelphia New Dorks and New York. Yes, yeah. uh, let's see, Connecticut cunts
0: for the third oh, hour. Every uh, night the- um, <laughs> hey there,
1: Kittering Maine. You got to be shittering <laughs> me, Maine. <laughs> new uh,
2: new hamster, so. new dumpster. Uh, Man, let's. How did like?
0: I I, I swear to God, you, you know when Trish goes home, she's gonna play her segment back and watch it. Like, what 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 are you gonna think when you're watching yourself say Baltimore lists? Like, what 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 are you? What, are you? I don't I don't get it. Anyway, let's move. Can, on. I,
2: can I make pretend? Can we do Master Shoe Theater? And Trish just got home and was watching her segment back.
0: I would like that. Yes, right, she's
2: watching it. Looks at the check.
0: Yeah. <laughs> very, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. All right. Then we got the Alpha Academy against the Vikings. I mean, you you guys got any comments on this?
2: Good match. Ben's a uh, master of the six-man tags. This was this was the best match of the night.
1: I agree. This match was a, a damn near perfect shitty six, especially when you've got to do the vice principal radio DJ spot with the third man. And uh that young lady, even though her acting is like you know, middle school level. She's getting there. She's committed, and she's she's showing uh, that hey, this is my spot. If you want me to do yuck yuck comedy, so be it. They're also ribbing her because backstage they they had the pre tape beforehand. And he's got her in the headlock right next to her tit. So Vince thinks it's funny to have big fat Chris Farley in the hot chick. They already did it with Mandy Rose and him. And as Otis goes, oh, I guess I'll put my face on her titty. I gotta be <laughs> fine with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Really? Shit. Let me check the check. Ah, that's worth it. You keep the check. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, but here's one thing that's going on. And I don't know if it's Chad Gable or it's... um. If it's uh somebody on the writing staff who's a massive, massive fan of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh and speaking of Meltzer, uh, let me just put it on here one second. Sorry, I'm should have had this queued up. So I don't know if you wa do you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh god,
0: yeah, love it, bro. Absolutely. So
1: last yeah. night and this is probably the third one that I think sideburns and I have caught in the last four or five weeks. Um, but this is Gable. the five star man, who he is. The, five star man! The, five star man! the speed dating episode where he says he's a five star man. Yes, yes. The last three weeks, four weeks, Gable when he's had these little promos puts in a little Dennis Reynolds or something from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now I say good artists create, great artists steal and make it their own. That's a pretty blatant steal, but it's a deep cut. And the way that they're putting it in there, I don't mind it. But that's a serious Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan. So I don't know if it's him or a writer that's that's getting that shit in there. But nobody on the dirt sheets is going to go mm, catch oh, that. God, so uh, please, you heard man. it here first, channelattitude.com. Keep an eye out if you're an Always Sunny fan on any upcoming Chad
0: Gable promos. <laughs> and you know, and I got to tell you, bro, what, Ben, what are they in? What what, what season are they in? Sixteen. And it's still freaking his, I, I don't know how they yeah. do it I don't know how do they mean do it's it. easy bro it's they,
1: they're doing a, a complete 20 minute long form improv scene which oftentimes is very similar to The Herald which is a Chicago style there's other ones the Armando Diaz experience and all that and they're just formats they're show formats how scenes fold into each other and come back around play out the patterns and complete it and that's why the audience at home goes that was awesome same with curb your enthusiasm whatever the inception point is that's what will ultimately be the reference that locks up the show at the end to give you that sense of psychological closure we could have that in wrestling but we don't so you're you're, you're in two different that's 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 why a good little improv crew like the always sunny cast they that show could go on forever that's why the simpsons can go on forever to the, to the same degree since
2: yeah. this is a wrestling show and you just said Armando Diaz, can you say yeah. that name again? Since wrestling, this is how wrestling would treat Armando Diaz. Get it? me
1: Armando Diaz. Viva la raza. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, I want to move on, bro. Um, man, bro, I swear to God, I still say to this day, the best match I've seen on Raw, and it was like five years ago now, I swear um, to God, um, was... Um, Buddy Murphy against Aleister Black. And the reason I say that, bro, was because this was a fight. And it looked like these guys killed each other in a fight. There was no fancy bullshit. This was a brawl. Which brings me to Natalia and Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I liked this match. Bro, I don't know, bro. Call, call me crazy. I enjoy matches that look like an actual fight. Th- those are the matches I enjoy. When we start getting to the flippy, flippy, divey, divey bullshit, you lose me. When it looks like two girls are literally fighting, beating the shit out of each other to win, those are the matches I enjoyed. And I gotta tell you, bro, I, I, I did like the match with Natalia and Rhea Ripley. What do you guys think?
1: I agree for the exact same reasons. And I liked that the shitty six was before it to do some comedy and have a baby face pop there. And that Natty coming off the Guinness book of world record stuff seems determined. And that this was a serious grind out challenge for Raya Ripley, or this wasn't no easy win. And um, I hope that, it's not just to like, oh, let's get Natty over and then we'll keep moving on business. I, I, this should shuffle Natty into the upper level echelon into the women's picture because everything else they got is kind of stale. And she's been marginalized long enough that with this new reheat, It could it could be something, and this match really did it. And I I think she had her mouth open, Rhea, when she came off the top to do the Eddie thing and caught the boots and bit her own tongue, which I've done, and it's shitty. But that color really added something to the end of that match. You know what I mean? So yeah,
0: and I got to tell you, Ben, there was a scene in Stevie. There was a scene in this where Rhea was going up the ropes, but her back was to the ring. Yeah. And I was watching her get up there and I, I swear to God, I'm just watching from home and I'm like, bro, she's a beast. Like yeah. she is freaking huge and wow. ass, like she, she, she's a freak, bro. She really? really is. Climate change happens, you know? Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, Ben, Stevie, I, I swear to God, I was so refreshed. To see freaking Miz cutting a serious promo. Mm -hmm. And, and I hope this is some kind of a character change. I was so like, Oh my God. Thank God. He's not talking about his small balls and Miss TV and all that bullshit. I just hope it really, it really plays out in, in the angle he's going to have with Ciampa. uh, Stevie, did you see a difference here with Miz?
2: Yeah, but this is the whole thing. They, and the only reason they might not be going with the small balls anymore is because Vince isn't entertained by it. So maybe he, he slipped under the radar and he, Miz is able to do what Miz can do.
1: Hold on a second, pal. You're not going to tell me that I'm not entertained by small testicles. I think they're goddamn hilarious.
2: He might be. He alternates between <laughs> small and large testicles. That's so right. Big balls. Uh, yeah, I mean, but is it a little a little too late for that? See, once it people could be. He's been, the, be. he's been in the company for 20 years, mm-hmm. and he reached a point where he should have. I'd say you should have swapped where he was, what, WrestleMania 29, where he was main eventing and he beat Cena?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Was that the one? That should be where he's at now, but they kind of reversed that.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, w- I was glad to see that. That was refreshing.
2: Vince, what you said, too, as a casual fan – you tune in and get these glimmers of hope that yeah, oh, yeah. this is yeah. going to be the show yeah. I enjoy. Then next week,
0: yeah, it's not the same exactly. Shit and on. like I said, I mean, like You're Ben right said, th- th- this is th- this could be a turning point for Natty. This could be a turning point for Miz. Or are we going to go right back to bullshit next week, man? I th- that, I think the throwaway of they just mentioned it, but. The Guinness
1: Book of World Records has been around a lot longer than the WWE title.
2: But that is a problem.
1: Yeah, and that yeah, you're right. And and I think it would be a heel thing for when we kind of want to get behind her as a baby with Bret Hart. But to have to hire some young boys or whoever to to carry her around her plaques wherever they go, like you know, is a bit when they show up to town and they hire indie workers to be rosebuds or whatever it is. uh, You know, uh, no way Jose dancers. She should have young studs who can have their shirts off thunder down from down under, carrying around each
0: one of her plaques, following her around everywhere if you wanted to go heel with it that way, yeah. um guys, I just want to point something out for for those of you that think I pick on. Sami Zayn and pick out pick on Kevin Owens because they 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 look like they don't spend they literally it looks like I spend more time at the gym than these two guys and I never go to the gym okay and 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 that's my problem unless your gimmick is you you are out of shape uh literally bro if you're a professional wrestler part of the prerequisite should be to hit the gym and here's a perfect example, bro. Freaking Riddle, I'll never forget, bro. He, he came back, I think it was April. Remember, he was out for a long time and he came back. Bro, the first thing I said was, wow, bro, he put on a few LBs around the middle. You, you, you could see it, bro. He put on some weight around his gut. You soared his first night back. Fast forward, bro, to July 3rd, gone. Gone, bro. The shape he was in last night. Go back to when he came back in April. Looked at the shape he was in last night. And, bro, the guy was out for a long time. Maybe he couldn't work out. Maybe he was a little rusty. But it took him a couple of months to freaking lose it and, you know, get, get back back down to that body fat being zero percentage. That, that's why I have a problem with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That's why Sami's got that little role around his stomach no bro i'm gonna respect the guy like riddle that's going to work on that to look better and improve himself rather than a guy that's going to be too lazy to hit the freaking gym like he should so i I just want to point that out bro that i don't have a problem with those two guys i have a problem with bro you're a wrestler man part of being a wrestler is working out and 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 looking the part and look, I, I, bro, I heard some, uh, man, I heard a veteran going, on saying, talking about the same thing. The other, day. I don't remember who it is, but you know what they were talking about. Basically, Stevie was, bro, if you're a wrestler, look the part. I, I mean, j- just, just look the part. That, 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 that's all that we're asking. And like I said, man, I just, I, I, I noticed that about Riddle right away, bro. Where, you know, he' a little out of shape. Three months later, bro. It looks like he never missed a beat.
2: Well, there's, a lot, more, there's, there's a lot more to that. If I can go first, uh, it's yeah. it, it. I'll make it real quick. But, <laughs> but it. It. There's a couple of different things with Riddle. I mean, you can suspect that something got reintroduced into his regimen, and he got himself back into shape. But let's talk about the the clean version of that. If you're off like that, say you're running, he's going on the road probably two, three hundred days during that course of that year. He can eat anything he wants. He's moving. He's burning calories. He's wrestling every night. You can literally, you have to eat almost everything in order to keep the weight on. Then when he got, he had to go to rehab, do all that stuff. He was completely sedentary. So it wasn't even so much, you know, the food or even the workout part of it. But his level of energy and caloric burn was way, way down. And he might not have changed his diet. Now he's back on the road with a full-time schedule traveling, a couple months he worked it off. And Kevin and Sammy, the thing about that is it's not even looking the part. It's, it's literally physical therapy. Your body's getting just as beat up as Riddle or anybody else. Why are you not working out and working with bands or even just doing cardio to keep your weight down to protect those body parts that that are going to suffer from c- constant impact?
0: Yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead, Ben. What were you going to say? Yeah, man, with the
1: riddle weight loss, I think it was definitely the rehab. You quit smoking dope and you instantly still have that oral fixation. So I don't care if it's candy bars or whatever as you're trying to, to heal. Uh, the, everyone's going to have their some type of vice to replace that. And then, um, you know, back out uh, on the scene and, uh, the Florida water is delicious. So like that's just the visual business we live in. However, when it comes to Owens and, and Zane. Yeah, maybe they're just like the everyman who look like fans that came and, and can wrestle now. But I think about all the big muscle dummies who half judge me or whatever at, at OVW. And, you know, that's fine. as me coming from comedy being a fat guy. However, when it's Owens, I think about, all right, what about Bam Bam Bigelow? What about, uh, you know, the, the beer belly guys? I look at a Trevor Murdoch. I think he's completely believable as a tough guy and doesn't have to
0: they're, look good. They're bigger. They're bigger. You're, you're, you're bigger. You're, you're bigger than than Kevin Owens. They're bigger, bro. Bam sure. Bam Bigelow was bigger than Kevin Owens. That, I, my, that, I guess my point different. is
1: character can out-trump. I mean, we we want action heroes because that's what we came up in the 80s, but wrestlers were over a long before that, and you can go back to watch fucking Terry Gordy and uh, you know uh, anybody uh, Dick the Bruiser and that type of stuff, and they were big dudes too. I get it compared to what it is, but now we've got uh, – what looks like fanboys uh, uh, okay, on TV ben, everywhere?
0: Okay, what's Kevin Owens' cat? What's Kevin Owens' character? Yeah, he should be the everyman dad. Exactly, the, the, bro, the, bro. That bro. That I'll never forget this. When I think Kevin Owen, either he was out injured or or something, bro. He cut, he did a promo. This is when they used to do promos off campus, guys. Remember those days, Stevie and Ben, Mm. where we used to do promos outside the building? Remember remember that? Bro, Kevin Owens was at a bowling alley with his son. And Mm. his son was like a miniature Kevin Owens. And it was a complete believable father son gimmick. They did that one freaking time, and I remember his his son
1: now is about ten inches taller than him. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but I remember seeing that, and that that was more believable to me than the uh, the the, uh, prize fighter and the the, oh, and it's like, how, how do you guys miss that? How do you guys freaking miss that, bro?
1: yeah that's that's the connection because every dad there is bringing his kid to the show and he they he can relate because he doesn't look that much better than anybody but he's got that if you fuck get off my lawn like you know like that should be the whole goddamn yeah, catchphrase absolutely and, oh, if that's should. the undertaker's yard this is my lawn get the fuck off my lawn like Bro, remember, that-
0: remember remember rocky too. uh Stevie, when uh, you know Rocky don't want the rematch, and then and then and then they start calling him uh, Kentucky Fried, you know, chicken, whatever it is. Uh, And bro, do the same thing. Have Kevin Owens laying on the couch with potato chips on his chest, and he's seeing somebody cutting the promo on him. You know, that's that's who the guy should be. We don't need him being a tough guy.
1: You can do the Rocky ripoff and have him running around the cul-de-sac with all the kids behind him, so it's like a half-ass thing.
0: My God, but (laughs) have him chasing a freaking chicken for crying out loud! Yeah, yeah. really, bro. That that that's my problem. If 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 the body shape is part of the gimmick, that's fine. If it's not, and you're just a wrestler, then look like a wrestler. That's all that I'm saying. And I don't know what Sami Zayn's excuse is, but I don't want to pick on those two anymore. Um bro <laughs> explain this one to me Stevie. So Rhea Ripley just goes through the ringo with Natalia. Okay? The 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 um the, the biggest challenge anybody's ever given a Rhea Ripley like literally in the last year. And then we go to a scene of Ione Sky in the back with the case approaching Rhea Ripley, and I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Shouldn't you have cashed in the case right after that match? <laughs> like, she Natalia just took her to the limit. They went however long it was, 15 minutes. Wasn't that the time to cash, cash in the case rather than show her the case now?
2: Well, we live in an era now where the baby fez says, uh, on my time, punk, on my time. <laughs> just, you know, they'll back off, like, do it now, but no, no, no. Speak. that's what doesn't make and these people are not raising the question like you just said like why wouldn't i just and she's even hurt in the back why wouldn't i just cash it in right there
0: right yep. yep listen uh ben there's also word out on the street uh oh, you do? still doing the uh secret agent consulting mm-hmm. it's true you wrote the verbiage between uh um Drew McIntyre and Riddle in the back. Would you th- like to tell us how you put that together?
1: Uh I do a lot of method acting character work where I become <laughs> each person. And uh, I also had to become Byron Saxton and get uh homoerotically close to Drew McIntyre to fit in the scene at the same time. So uh I'm I'm all those people. I'm nice. I'm every woman. It's all in me. Very nice.
0: Okay. Uh Okay, here's what I wanted to talk about. The dirt sheets may have been right about this. But oh, I sorry, I, I do got to go back to that because it
1: pissed me off because you yeah, like you like, ball, you like ball to less. You want even more like regional comedy? You, you missed this line? Hey, you want to go out and get some pints later, mate? Oh, I like what you think, bro. You know what else? We can get some jimmies. You know what jimmies are? I, I don't know what jimmies are. Jimmies are sprinkles that you would put on ice cream, but in Baltimore and there, they call them jimmies. So now they're just going to go out for a bowl of sprinkles. They're not getting ice cream. They're just going to eat a bunch of jimmies. Oh, I fucking can't get enough of these. How, Rambo hey, Jimmy's. How did you
0: know that, Ben? Me and
1: Steve, you didn't know that. How would you it's, know that? Uh, it's a similar like argument to soda and pop, right? So Jimmy's are on ice cream there, and, but um, it, he, they just thought of, see, we'll reference something local here. The Jimmy's will get them. Ah! See, you did write it, bro. Okay. okay I,
0: I said I did. More, of course. Did. more
2: towns for you, Ben. Uh, face Palm Coast, Florida.
0: I like that. Tampa,
2: <laughs> Florida instead of Tampa. I'm writing these down. <laughs> Say. I like that
0: one, Stevie. <laughs> tampon, Florida. I like that one. Florida.
1: Yep. Uh, okay. Soak <laughs> up the sun in Tampon, Florida. <laughs> yeah. Jerk, got him.
2: Jerkenville. Yeah. What was that, Stevie? Jerksonville instead of yes. Exactly. got yeah. that one too. Oh, nice. I like
0: that, Stevie. Jerkson. Very nice. Write that down. Yeah, I got right it. They're they're
2: right. do it. They're gonna do it now. They're gonna do it. <laughs> uh,
0: now, yeah. guys, there, there was a little something to this. There was a a dirt sheets Uh, they were talking about, which I kind of call bullshit on, and I'll tell you why, but now I'm seeing it. Um, They basically reported on the dirt sheets. You know, one of the stooges told them that creative is trying to book matches in advance. Because Vince McMahon doesn't doesn't like to give if something is advertised, Vince McMahon want you know doesn't like to cancel that. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to advertise matches in advance so Vince can't change them that's that's the theory and i said okay bro what was it two weeks ago where seth said there was going to be an open challenge next week and there wasn't like the the theory really doesn't work however guys this they they booked the main in the opener on this show yeah well this show bro they 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 booked the shit out of Next week, next week, next week, next week, which is the way you should do it. But here's my problem, Stevie. Bro, don't do it in front of the people. Bro, they, they're they there in front of the, loud, the live crowd. And on three occasions, we had the old, well, next week. Bro, you're, you're, you're shitting on that town <laughs> like those people are sitting there saying, what, what next week? Why not this week? Don't do it in front of the people. Shoot the angle, then go to the announcers and have the announcers say later in the show, "Well, bro, they talked about it earlier tonight, and it's been booked right here next week." I don't know why they do that in front of the people all the freaking time. It like screws the I mean, people, Steve. Yeah, they yeah, want a ticket, and don't get the same exactly. <laughs> I mean, they do, bro, they do it like three times a show. Yeah.
1: Well, if you're doing it every week, then last week's show should be able to influence this week's show. So they're pumped and they're getting something. But uh, shit, I I had something I was going to ask.
2: Oh, but in uh, their defense, it is ball to less. You (laughs) know,
1: right? Exactly. Yes.
0: Go ahead, Ben. Uh,
1: It was what? What segment was this again? I'm sorry.
0: This was, No, this was just overall, bro, oh, them let me, setting let me, up a
1: lot of things for next cause week. Because AEW does do this, and then I'm kind of like, eh, because they act like it's a big, all right, well, next week we're going to do that graphic graphic was already ready so they try and make it look organic but then the shit is phony so i was going to ask you if it's later in the show and it looks like hey intern get the graphic ready because we got a pitch out and we're going to show what's next if it's like an hour later for the pitch out i don't
0: mind there being a graphic i'm with you
1: Organic with, moment graphic I'm looks with, fucking so I'm with, yeah,
0: just do it all at the end of the show, like yeah. literally, just put your graphics together at the end of the show man, but and like I said i they should they should do that, and they need to do that, but don't do it in front of the people for three times you know this week it was Lish, Trish Stratus this week, there were a couple of things this week that they set up in front of the people for next week. All right, finally, guys, the main event, Rollins and Dominic. Uh, go ahead, Stevie, what you think?
2: Just your standard thing, and we know that that's not even the story, isn't the match. So Rollins, by the way, uh, the chicken ship babyface, gets out of the ring and doesn't want to fight Brock Lesnar earlier. Now, in this case, the world champion, the workhorse champion, is the gloss over for the angle we all know is going to happen because we haven't seen Finn Balor all night, so he's – and then we're going to have that deal at the end. I, that's the way I feel about it, that Rollins is opportunistically like a heel, taking advantage of the heels, not getting along, but it doesn't translate as a babyface. Do, do you see how it's all kind of jumbled up in?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything's backwards well, and I sideways.
2: I think the should have been won by L.A. Knight because this is convoluting. That there's three different angles within this one group that mm-hmm. you have to look at.
1: And they're all supposed to be strong, but then when we see that there's friction and then Ray is on the ground checking out Dom and they're arguing, cut it out, you guys, like we're on an elementary school playground, you know what I mean? It was just – it's so spoon-fed, which I guess you've got to do that to some degree, but obviously one guy's on the rise, the other guy's on the fall. Don't make this about yourself. The group is the most important, and it's just – Oh uh, I wonder what's going to happen in the future of judgment day like they leave you with that note like it's some big like da
0: da <laughs> <Maybe laughs> like, tune in like, next week and six see 6
2: months now let's yeah. see what
0: happens yeah and, yeah, yeah All right Finn, tell me about Horseshoe Genetics and Rhonda Hates Rain Crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my lemon skunk
1: auto flowers are going crazy inside my tent right now, so I'm going to have to figure out uh, how to uh, manage all that because I may have overgrown, but uh, my, my, my plants are doing good. I'll get some seeds out to you tomorrow when the post office is reopened, and, uh, yeah, man, you guys can get the best – Cannabis seeds on the market at horseshoegenetics.com right now, as well as our nutrient line, cloning solutions, and you can get those as well on Amazon. So uh, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can do it there. Uh, How's the warm juice selling? Uh, that's the number one seller, actually, that and the CalMag solution. So, uh, definitely, uh, you know, get your plants on some climate change Florida water with worm juice from Horseshoe Genetics and watch them, uh, grow big and tall, man. But, uh, another big week of cannabis, Briz, and, uh, just keep pushing forward everything with channelattitude.com. Some changes coming there we've got to get updated on. So you guys make sure you're checking out your whitelist and make sure that, uh, if you see any, uh, emails, check your spam folder. You might have to update your RSS feed or uh, just uh, reset your password. So thanks for uh, bearing with us as we make a stronger channelattitude.com. Yes.
0: I love us, uh, Stevie, with next week on the Raw Review. <laughs> what's <laughs> what's, 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 what's no, going on, You're not going to do any, uh, please. I, I mean, we, I, somebody's got to tell you, bro, because I, I, I'm your friend. You know, sometimes your friend has to tell you hard things. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do any more of these videos with forty thousand views, being that you know you were a jobber and everything, Stevie. Please, like, do no, you really like? What? Well, what? What are your Stevie? What are your credentials? Breaking down matches. Uh, let, let's be honest, bro. He's a doctor.
2: Yeah, well, just like uh, just, just <laughs> like every disgraced politician and media figure. I've sat down with my family and we've talked, and and uh, my wife has said something that Vince McMahon has said many times. What is it, Ben? fuck them pretty, pretty much pretty much So i'm going to continue doing the videos God, and, and pissing off wrestlers with respecting respectable type of positive and, and alternative content when, when
0: you think about how ridiculous it what, what what they're basically saying is listen bro we can take no criticism whatsoever Everything we do is right. If, if if there's some sort of a mishap, there's a good reason for it. Give me a freak. You here. know what? There is off. there is a follow up to that. Sorry that I there is
2: both young guys and omega's thirty nine. What are you talking about? You asshole! <laughs> like, well, it's a compliment. He looks good first. Baby, name.
0: do you know every single day? on on a uh, MLB network okay every single day bro th- this is the difference bro between professional athletes and marks making it to the ring this is the difference bro every day on MLB network if a if a batter if a batter is in a slump if Bryce Harper is in a slump retired baseball players on the show Put up his swing, and they have his his swing now that he's slumping, and his swing when he was hitting, and they show the slight little differences in in the in the swing and the tweak. Same with a pitcher. If, if if a pitcher was mowing players down, and all of a sudden he's getting hit, they will play back to back and show the the littlest little nuances, bro. Do you really think those professional baseball players are getting pissed off at them when those professional baseball players are trying to figure out, why am I in a slump? What am I doing wrong? I guarantee you, bro, they're watching that and watching that footage and trying to make those adjustments to see if they work. They're not getting pissed off on former major leaguers breaking it down which is exactly what Stevie's doing. Bro, if that's pissing you off, you're a freaking child, bro. You're a child. And and that's, that's literally what you are. You got Stevie doing this free of freaking charge, bro. Not burying you, doing it in an educational way, trying to keep things safe. And you have an issue with that. You're, you're a, you're a freaking man child, bro. And you're not a professional. It's, it's that simple. Go ahead. Steve.
2: I'll tell you, by the way, patreon patreon.com forward slash Stevie Richards. Not necessarily totally free, <laughs> but <clears throat>
1: here's,
2: here was my mission statement. And we've talked about this for what, two years that I wanted to get this kind of equipment and do this. It was to actually, Want to add credibility and show people that might be casual fans, which a lot of them have viewed that Tiger Driver video and said, wow, I didn't know there was so much involved with this and and it's an education. I wanted to bring credibility and bring more credibility to these wrestlers that are complaining about it because it's not easy. But you guys have known me long enough to know the tools and the content and what I'm planning to do goes far beyond pro wrestling and I want to do – other things mm. with this type of presentation and anybody's welcome to to try to do it but I'm telling you right now I've been using it for almost three months and it's still it's hard to set all this stuff up as a one person crew and everything and I can't just say uh, get some Mark to do it like most of the boys would <laughs> it's, yeah, right. yeah. I, I, I can go on and on but I, I appreciate we've, we've gotten quite a few Patreons early in the process having 41, 42,000 views on your channel is really great to be able to have for the most part people do appreciate it. And I just want to bring something different because wrestling is just so stale and it really needs a different presentation when it comes to this stuff.
0: Think about how ridiculous this has been when, you know, Stevie's breaking something down technically, you know, like literally as a, you know, teacher trying to keep people safe, but you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about because he's a jobber. But we're going to see how many stars Meltzer gives our match at the last. Nah. <laughs> do, you know how, do you know how effed Points. up that is? Do Points. you know how effed up that is? That is so effed up, bro. You double think.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're oh. beer bitch made. It's a fucking masterclass. Oh, if your my ego's God. too big to handle yeah. it and exactly. take any notes, yeah. then you're, you're bitch made, is what yeah.
0: it comes down to. Toronto, Ontario. Write that Uh, one down. I like that one, Deuce. (laughs) Is there anything going on in the conspiracy world that we could talk about that's not going to get me uh, kicked off on anything?
1: Well, it won't matter if this comes true or this conspiracy. I I saw this morning from the 4chan and uh, uh, Reddit stuff that uh, somebody who claims to be a whistleblower uh, inside of – Virginia, someplace probably as many feet underground as I am right now, um, said that they got a $15,000 bonus to go buy essentials because they were going to do it today, but they'll probably do it tomorrow. Now, this is, like I said, off the deepest conspiracy boards that the U.S. is going to do a false flag attack on a nuclear power plant in, in Ukraine tomorrow and hit them and then blame it on Russia and Russia will counter-strike with nuclear attacks on America uh, within 48 hours after that. So we only got about three days left uh, of what's going on. So no raw next week. What next week on raw? There's not going to be one pal. (laughs)
0: And, uh, and the young writer, what's that? I mean, it's the 4th of July. It's a celebration. Is, Is there a, is there a barbecue with the family at Declan? I mean, are we getting everybody back together for one day?
2: No, absolutely not. Ben <laughs> is trying to get some of that sweet $6.5 billion Ukraine money. He managed to get one something, uh, like one something billion out of Saudi. He's trying to figure out a way to bring wow. WWE pay per views mm-hmm. to Ukraine, like they did with Saudi. And Ben had another uh, thing with that as well.
1: Yeah, Money in the Bank. uh, They, Shotzi came out and they didn't pay to have her tank brought over because the tank has actually been shipped to Ukraine to help fight the war. So, Ben's (laughs) Deuce and Young Rider may be on a secret uh, operation, uh, airdrop Linda, right now, is uh, the classified.
0: And is it, is it always, is it also possible, uh, Young Rider, that, uh, Bince has joined in on the fun and he is trying to come up with heel names for each and every town in the United oh, States.
2: Absolutely, Any, anything, anything can happen in WWE, didn't and, you? Know? And,
0: and as a matter of fact, uh, uh, St- uh, young writer, they just they just come to Bince, and when they come to him, he just sh- shouts them out, and nobody knows what the hell he's talking and about. Also,
2: also he Bince thinks it's very safe now since it's after June is over. To now do all of his Pride Month jokes and do his. Yeah. Fans <laughs> of
0: the <past>. it. <laughs> all right, guys, we are going to shoot over to Master Shoot Theater, man. I really, really hope you uh, join us. It sounds like a fun show. Remember to check out the SmackDown review with uh, Ben and Stevie right here. Check out patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. We'll see you on the other side.